Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone. To breaking it down, Frank McKay here. Most importantly, a, a new baby comes into this woman's life, and uh, and again, when she's not bringing wonderful little people into the world, she's bringing wonderful movies into the world. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, she keeps herself busy. That's for sure. Christmas Miracle for Daisy is her latest. It's a must-watch for the Christmas season. And uh, again, uh, that well, that's on GA. Family, we should mention. Uh, but first and foremost, we congratulate once again uh, Jill Wagner on uh, on her new baby, uh, kind of new baby, right? Last couple months. Jill, how are you? Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, she is pretty new. She's only been in the world about three months. So. <laughs> Last time we spoke to you, you were expecting, and I, I'll tell you what, just uh, we were all cheering you on, and just uh, absolutely terrific. God bless you guys, and and uh, and and we hope you guys enjoy baby's first Christmas. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I feel like I've been pregnant for the last two years, but when you wait as long as I did, I think it's you. You gotta, you know, you gotta get with it. <laughs> Listen, it's it, it, they they look beautiful. I see the pictures and everything else. I, you know, the, the the thing that you were doing though is is you're having and you and many other women having a baby during a pandemic, and and there's no precedent for that, right? I mean, there's there's no way to look up. Hey, how do you have a have a healthy pregnancy during a pandemic? It's just uh, it's never been done. You know, if you want to go back to 1918 or whatever it was, uh, you have yeah. it. It's a yeah. difference. No, it's, it's absolutely, um, you know, for, for me, it's kind of bittersweet because it's such a happy time in your life and you want to share your baby with absolutely everybody and you want to take, you know, your baby out and, um, you know, greet everybody. And I live in a small town and, um, and unfortunately with Army in particular, my first one, she, she was born right at the height of it. So it was April, 2020. So we really didn't know what COVID was or anything. So, you know, I kind of just kept her up on the farm and, um, you know, locked her up here <laughs> safe and sound, uh, with Daisy, it's been a little different because we know a little bit more about it, but you still have to be super careful cause they're babies and you know, you want to keep them safe. So yeah, but but their world is great, even if they are just here on the farm. Uh, I would just love that just for them to live on the farm for the rest of their life and not go anywhere. Listen, you guys, you guys are doing wonderful things, and and we congratulate you once again. I, it, it, listen, less important, but just uh, from the entertainment standpoint, very important. Uh, Christmas Miracle for Daisy sounds terrific. Give us a little rundown. Don't spoil it, of course, but but give us a little rundown of the film. Yeah, sure. Um, it's uh, it's kind of there's there's two love stories in this film. There's of course the one that everybody wants and knows. It's the the two leads, 
And then uh, Connor and Whitney. And then my character, Whitney, uh, there's also a, li- a little love story between her and this little girl, Daisy, who, who really, really, ha- well, she's lost her parents. And she wants a mom, and she wants someone to complete her family. And Connor has adopted her. So it's really about um, the relationship between um, Whitney and and Daisy. And it's just such a sweet, sweet, heartwarming story. It really is. It's, It's one of my favorite ones that I've ever done, if not my favorite. And I will say this. They didn't even know that my daughter's name was Daisy. I hadn't announced it. And so no one knew that. So when I got the script uh, and I saw that the little girl's name was Daisy, of course, I think I, I kind of fell in love with the script uh, first initially because of that. But then when I, once I read it, um, there's some realness to this script because I, I think that we all have to remember that at Christmas time, sometimes it's, it's, there's a bit of sadness for people because they've had a loss in their family. So I love the fact that this little girl is able to overcome that and, and welcome in love at Christmas time. And it is really all about the miracle and magic of Christmas. Uh, you know, you hit the nail on the head. And, and again, I, you know, m- maybe not uh, directly related, but uh, yes, a very lonely time for so many people. And uh, the the pandemic, uh, which, again, you know well, I mean, you've given birth yeah. twice during it. Uh, the pandemic uh, emphasizes how lonely people can be. Do you realize uh, Japan, the country of Japan, put put in place a minister of loneliness back in 2020? And uh, I think October 2020. And, and I, I shouldn't laugh. I mean, wow. Minister of Loneliness. And that's how heavy. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Is that terrible? But or, or good, you know, proactive yeah. or something. But so many people were, you know, were taking their own lives and everything else. But this is a sad time for so many people. Hey, but you, you, you're starting to make some very good Christmas uh, films, and the thing about making Christmas films is they last forever. People, they're evergreen. People watch them year after year, so uh, you got to be happy with your Christmas work. I, I totally do, and they're part of people's traditions, and I, and I think that's a, that's a real honor for me to be in someone's home during such an important part, and even if they are by themselves or quarantined or whatever it is, I mean, it's, it's hopefully I can be that friend to you. I can, I can entertain you at least for a couple of hours. And um, I think that that's, that's really the gift in being the actor on these things is, you know, I've, I get people coming up to me and saying, hey, thanks. Like, I was stuck in the hospital, you know, for, for you know, a couple months. And I watched your movie, and it, and it took me out of my headspace for a couple of hours. I think that's, that's really a gift. For us as the actor to hear when when we can do that for somebody. Well, listen, you do it and you do it well. Uh, again, uh, congratulations on, on the family. This is just absolutely wonderful. And uh, I think so many people you have you. no idea how many people were just cheering you guys on and, and thrilled that everything uh, oh, has turned out you. great. Uh, before you go, uh, give us a, a website, a social media site where people can follow along with you. And also let us know if, uh, what next year looks like between the babies and uh, and and the you know fluid situation from uh, from COVID, uh, are you going to get any work in? Yeah, so, um, well, first of all, my social media is at Jill Wagner for Instagram, and Facebook is at Jill Wagner Official, and then next year is going to be super exciting for me. I will, of course, be doing more movies <laughs> in the family-friendly um, space, but uh, 
on from that, I have created, uh, co-created this show, actually came from me and my husband, and I took it to Taylor Sheridan, who uh, created uh, created um, Yellowstone and directs Yellowstone, and he's huge in the industry right now, and he used to be my acting coach, so I took this idea to him, and he created this show around it called Lioness, and it's a military-based show, and it's incredible. And um, so I'm really honored to be executive producer and co-creator and star in that, which I'm currently training for right now. And um, it will start in, let's see, I think in the spring of next year. So you'll be hearing about it. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. And it's like, like I always say, it's like lightning in a bottle for me. It's probably the most important thing I'll ever do in my career. And so it's... Uh, it's to honor our, our uh, military, so uh, something that's really important to me, especially yeah. honoring the women in the military. No doubt about it. And, uh, Jill, you're very easy to cheer for. Your whole family is. Uh, congratulations once again. Have a great Thanks. holiday season, and we can't wait to see the movie. Hey, you, happy holidays to you and your family as well. Jill Wagner, everyone. Christmas Miracle for Daisy is upon us. Uh, GAC family, everyone check it out. Uh, much more importantly, our, our family is, uh, is happy and healthy. Uh, two beautiful uh, young girls uh, coming into this world. Daisy and Army Gray. Uh, how's that for a name? That's a wonderful name. And uh, coming from a, a military, uh, proud military family here, um, we're very, uh, we're always honored when uh, when someone like Jill and others uh, take time to uh, to give a little back to uh, to the military folks. But by the way, especially uh, the women in the military who just don't get enough credit. Anyway, Jill Wagner, wonderful. Actress, TV personality. Uh, check out Christmas Miracle for Daisy. Um, GAC family is new, but it's uh, it's it's part of that Hallmark family, and and uh, she makes wonderful films for uh, for that uh, channel. And everyone, check out everything else that she's uh, she's doing. She's terrific, and I, I, again, keeping busy. Those two little girls have a role model for sure to look up to, and uh, they don't know it yet, but they got a they got a mom who's a very very dynamic, and who's constantly doing something, and just doesn't take no for an answer. And um, I just hey, all all the credit in the world to Jill and her husband, and we're cheering on those. Uh, the, those Cheering on those little babies, it was a you know difficult, uh, difficult pregnancy, and uh, for any of us who uh, who've lived through that, and uh, and you know especially coming out um, positive, uh, you know you kind of uh, you know give a sigh of relief, but uh, you know they, she you know, she got through it. I, by the way, I don't I I don't know what how much of it was related to to COVID, but two babies during COVID. How about that? And uh, you talk about unprecedented, um, all the women out there that are, that are giving birth uh, just in, in normal circumstances. You, you wonder how the hell they do it and how they handle it. And uh, all the moms out there uh, have, uh, you know, this special place on the shelf and you know, the pedestal uh, there. But boy, uh, the, the ones that are doing it during COVID and, and, and wondering whether they could, um, you know, Introduce the baby the way they we all introduced our babies and you're worried about this and that and it's just one extra major league thing to worry about. So anyway, Jill Wagner, 
uh, wonderful actress and uh, television personality, you know, from Wipeout. Uh, she was there for years. But check her out in Christmas Miracle for Daisy. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's upon us, GAC family, um, doing a lot of holiday films. Frank McKay signing off. Joe Wagner has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Breaking It Down with your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Kevin Jonas Sr., Papa Jonas, is our very special guest. Thank he's, you. He's got four uh, great kids and, uh, and a podcast that is a must-listen to. It's called Legendary. And uh, he has so much experience in the business, not just with the boys, but before that, what a career he's put together. Kevin Jonas Sr., how are you? I am doing great, and I can tell you I am so honored to be on with you and honored to be on WABC. It's the station I listened to when I was there, and I know my friend Tony Orlando is there, and just you guys... uh, I, I actually am a fan, so I'm, I'm fangirling out a little bit right now. Thank you so much. Well, listen, I'm I'm a fan of yours. I I know uh, your history and certainly your boy uh, your boys, uh, and you got four four great uh, kids and and what what a job you did uh, raising them and uh, just uh, it, it's got to be uh, it's got to be nice to to look and not only see successful kids but kids that that. Other people want their kids to grow into. Um, I must be very proud of these guys. Thank you. I I am so proud. You know, mostly as a dad, I am so proud of the people they've become. I'm so proud of the families they're building and the women that they've married. You know, uh, for the most part, Kevin married a girl from New Jersey, a wonderful, wonderful young lady, Danielle. And there are two granddaughters there. Uh, Joe married Sophie Turner from the UK, yep. uh, actress. Uh, many people know from Game of Thrones and X Men. Wonderful, great choice. Uh, Nick married Priyanka from India, and uh, massive star as well. And you know, they're they're they. Joe and Sophie gave me two granddaughters. Nick gave us a granddaughter. Frankie has not given us a granddaughter yet. But, <laughs> Uh, living living there in New York, he's my little resident genius, and Dad's heart fills up every single day. So proud, because in the midst of this business that can be really difficult at times, uh, they're good-hearted and special and generous young men who love deeply and take care of their friends and their family. And I'm a fortunate man to have been able to watch it. And uh, you know, my my life was music before. I've taken a long break. You know, I'll say this, just recently for the first time in 17 years, because my career took a backseat when they took off. Uh, And I knew it was changing when a guy came up to me in Singapore at one of my concerts and actually came up and asked for Nick's autograph. And I said, yeah, (laughs) it's time for me to 
time for me to take the step back. Wow. And so I've I've done that, but just recently they pulled me on stage two nights in a row in Las Vegas to sing with them, and uh, it, it is an amazing journey we've had as a family. Well, you gotta you gotta believe that uh, baseball players feel that way too. Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, you know is a product of uh, of Ken Griffey Senior. and and at one point, you know, it's like, hey, you, you don't mind uh, yielding to your to your son. Uh, it's actually a great honor, right, to to yield to your children, and uh, and let them do it. And, and I think like I think I think like me, they actually played a game together. So that, right. Oh my <laughs> so God. It, 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 it is amazing uh, to to step back. I think as you get older, you realize it's not about you. It's about others. Uh, it's not about you. It's about your kids. It's about your grandkids. And, you know, we try to approach with this podcast looking beyond the obvious success. If you're going to talk to Cece Winans, she's won more Grammys than any gospel artist ever. And, and yet you want to get behind the scenes and talk talk about the ups and downs, maybe the haters, the people that didn't understand. You want to talk to, to Tony Orlando about a breakdown. You want to talk to my kids about the time they broke up, and yet the lessons learned out of it and the growth that came out of it. And So we're not an aha moment podcast. We're, I hope, inspirational, but from a guy that has studied it his entire life and lived it in many respects – uh, that's our goal. That's our passion. You know, to do all this and to have the success that the the boys have had and that you have had, uh, and and still keep uh, keep your faith is wonderful. Uh, for some reason, uh, you know, there is some prejudice against uh, you know those of us uh, that are faith based or that uh, that have strong beliefs in, uh, in in a higher power. And and I don't know why that's there, but uh, the fact that you are you know you, you mentioned CC too. Uh, I mean, to, you know, talk about someone else who is just kept their faith uh the whole time uh it's not always easy uh going against the crowd no it's not easy uh but i when i first started my my email address was actually rev kev Ah. and and it would get a laugh from everyone but you know my feeling about faith is you know i have the opportunity to show something other than what people see with these extremes. You know, if, if I have faith, then I should be a good person. If I have faith, I should try to do what's right. If I have faith, then prejudice shouldn't be a part of the way I live. And so it, I, I think my faith takes me beyond my community, beyond uh, so I, I really hope that my life is a positive influence because that's what faith has been to me. Well, listen, it has, and uh, I'm I'm thrilled to uh, talk here about Legendary, the podcast. Uh, what what should we know? What's the least uh, anyone should know that's listening, and and what's the best way to uh, to to get new episodes? Uh, from you, where's uh, you know? I'm I'm sure anywhere there that sure. great podcasts are shown. But w- where do you want to steer us? Well, you can listen to the podcast anywhere where podcasts are are shown. But Apple, Spotify, StoricMedia.com, and the real 
part of the podcast. It's called Legendary. And I was sitting with a legendary producer who had done many things with big stars from, from the 70s. And one of those was a group called The Eagles. And he did The Strings on Desperado, my number one favorite song of all time. Yeah. And and I was in a meeting with him and somebody, somebody made a statement and said, uh, did you see The Eagles documentary? And his response was, no, I lived it. Wow. And so at the heart of it, it's, you know, it's one thing in any business to talk about something. It's another thing if you've lived it. And so for the people that have lived in the music business, whether it's an artist, a record company executive, a producer, um, a music manager, uh, whatever the case is, and I've worn many hats, whatever the case is, you want to hear from people that were there. You want to talk to the guy who wrote the strings for Desperado. You want to talk to Tony Orlando about the ups and downs of his career and the groundbreaking things he did. He was in the room when Carol King and her husband wrote, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. He was there. Wow. Uh, being in that room, being a fly on that wall. And so I bring a love of not just music and, and as a songwriter, performer myself, musician, I bring that knowledge in, but I'm really approaching it as a fan that knows the ups and downs. Tell us what it was like. And I found a theme that I think people can use in these early episodes. These people who made it didn't leave it to other people. At one point, I'm talking to David Pack from Ambrosia. You know, they had, a, you're the biggest part of me. Yeah. And so I'm talking to David. He's a good friend. And they had their record done. The production of it had been done. It was progressive rock in the 70s. And the producer said, no one here can mix this. It needs to be somebody from the UK. And Alan Parsons is the guy. Now, most of us know Alan Parsons, you know, mm-hmm. I am the eye in the sky, but he was an the amazing Beatles, mixer. too, right? He, the engineer Beatles. for the Beatles. Um, so did David Pack leave it to anybody else? No. he Back then, payphones. Uh, our kids today don't even know what that is, but he took a stack of quarters and inserted the quarters, cold called Abbey Road. Cold called. Wow. Who answered the phone for the first time ever? Alan Parsons, wow. who ended up mixing his record. And I said, you're telling me it wasn't your manager, it wasn't your record label, it wasn't the producer. He said, no, I just cold called and he answered and we're still friends today. Amazing. Those are the people that make it. And that's a story for business. That's a story for family. That's a story about perseverance. If you can't beat them, outlast them. That's what I hope, those kind of nuggets, what I hope I can pull out of that story is not just that he cold called. That's a great story, but he didn't leave it to other people. Uh, Kevin can... didn't leave it to other people. Kevin, congratulations on the podcast and and all the success and the, everything uh, in and and uh, and uh, behind the camera, in front of the camera, and in front of the mic, behind the mic. Uh, uh, quickly, a uh, we- website or a social media site that you can give us where we could follow along. Sure. Uh, you, again, once you can hear the podcast on Apple, just look up Legendary and Jonas, and you'll find it. Apple, Spotify, YouTube. And you can find it all there. And if anybody wants to follow me on Instagram, it's Papa K. Jonas. So just follow me there. I'll be posting about it and putting up pieces of the interviews and guiding you the right direction. But thank you so much. I'm so 
honor to be with you. Right back at you, Kevin. Thank you very much for being here. Kevin Jonah and Jonas Sr., Papa Jonas, has been our very special guest. Um, yeah, I, what, what more to say? He's got to be thrilled with uh, with the success of the kids. And, uh, and you know, Frankie said that's his resident uh, genius. But uh, it all, you know, listen, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Great career, very talented man, and a uh, good guy, too. I've, I've met him and met the boys in person. Uh, nice, nice kids, kids, uh, young men. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Kevin Jonas Sr., has been our very special guest. Legendary is the uh, is the name of the podcast. Check it out. It's just it's terrific. Frank McKay signing off. Uh, Papa Jonas has been our very special guest. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island Vibes. On 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now here's your host, Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with two very talented people. And uh, they happen to be from the same household. Rod and Rose, uh, Rodney Atkins and Rose Falcon uh, have put together some great music. Uh, certainly uh, not the least is Mary Had a Little Lamb. Uh, they played it on, uh, I think it was Fox and Friends, and it just skyrocketed. It just uh, exploded. And if you know the song, you'll know why. Uh, absolutely beautiful. Rod and Rose, how are you? We're great. We're great, man. You're so kind. Well, Rose, let me let me start with you. Uh, I, you know, I'm sure you love this time of year, and uh, and people love uh, new Christmas music. When you release something like this, uh, the interesting thing about it is it's it's going to be, be be playing for 50 years or 100 years. Uh, Christmas songs are evergreen, and you and you got a hit on your hands here. It's got to be a, a nice feeling. Oh yeah, it's it's the best feeling, and especially because we wrote it together, you know. And when Rodney first brought me the idea, he said, "I have an idea for a Christmas song called Mary Had a Little Lamb," and I was like, "Rodney, that's already a song." <laughs> and then <laughs> when he told me, you know, it was about Jesus, I was just like blown away, and I was like, "That's such a good idea." Also, a really hard idea to write, and so. When we wrote when we wrote it, and I loved it, and then it resonated with people. Like I can't ask for really anything better than that. Yeah, I mean, it, it just just amazing. Uh, and it, you know, I'm sure there's a, a bunch of people saying, "Oh, I wish I would have thought of that," or "I can't believe I didn't think of that." But it it really is a perfect. <laughs> it, it's a perfect setup. It's a perfect song. Uh, Rodney, uh, did you know you have something have something on your hands uh, as soon as it came out of you? Uh, did it take a little time to soak in, or uh, did you think right away, "Hey, we got something here"? Yeah, it, it did. It took a minute. Um... And, you know, I had attempted to write the song several years ago with, with somebody else. Um, and it just didn't go where it should have gone. And so we still gave that person credit as a songwriter for what we wrote. But I had that idea forever. And uh, it 
sometimes the simplest songs are kind of the toughest songs to write. And, and especially when you're talking about a Christmas song, something that's been said so many times. Um, it is. It was a challenge. And, I, I mean, even after we wrote it, Rose was still days later after we thought we had the song. She said, that second verse still, it's not right. It's not right. So we had to go back, and which I'm so glad we did because I think that really made the song so much better. But, yeah, it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and Rose, let me go back uh, to you. Uh, you're getting a beautiful, re- beautiful response off of this. And uh, I, I've got to, you know, I've got to believe there's something special because it is a uh, holiday and, and, and the theme of the song, um, I, you know, probably I and I, and I won't speak for you, but I, I, I assume there's a lot more meaning to it because of the meaning of the song. Um a, a little different, right? It being a, a faith-based song and a Christmas song. Yeah, you know, for sure. I, I just didn't know what to expect. Um, and then after that performance in, on Fox and Friends, and we just did it. We were like, yeah, that was cool. That was fun. And then, you know, Greg, our manager, called us shortly thereafter and was like, it's at number one, and the video's at number one, and, you know, it's staying there. And it and it was above the Mariah Carey song, which is kind of hilarious because we love that song, you yeah. know, and it, it just kind of rules the Christmas season. And so, you know, we were just tickled. It was really cool. Rose, let me stay with you for a second. I know you have Long, Long Island uh, roots. We have a lot of our people listening on Long Island. Uh, yeah. Uh, is it Valley Stream? Yeah. Am I remembering that correctly? It is. Oh, my gosh. You have a great memory. Absolutely. I went to a little school called Brooklyn Avenue. <laughs> Well, listen, we're, we're proud to have you, and, and uh, uh, you know, to call our own, we could add you to that list of Long Islanders, and yeah. uh, the two of you are just creating such beautiful uh, music together, and it's a, uh, it's a, it's a nice combination, uh, and Rodney, let me, uh, let me go over to you once again. Uh, the idea of, of being a, a couple and being able to uh, produce such beautiful music together. Uh, it's not a unique situation. Obviously, it's happened uh, It's happened in the past, but it doesn't happen all that much. But you guys, uh, you know, have this chemistry, and uh, uh, and it's working. And let me ask you, you know, a similar question that I asked you, asked you before. Um, was that immediate, or did that take a minute or two to, uh, to get together? Was the chemistry, uh, musical chemistry, uh, immediate for you two? <laughs> it, it did take a minute. Um, when we first started trying to just write some songs together, <clears throat> we didn't kind of exactly take into consideration her writing style and my writing style because they're completely opposite. She's fast. She thinks really quick, keeps the ball moving down the field, and I'm slow and methodical, and I like to take and make sure every single line is is maxed out. And that took a minute to understand that. And we finally found a place where we complement each other and make each other better writers, I think. Um, and we really enjoy writing together. I'm part of, too, being able to write songs great songs together you have to be able to tell each other the truth like say that no that doesn't work or i don't think that's done yet um and her understanding of melodies is on another level than mine 
she she really digs into the melodies and keeps them straight and um and it's made me a better songwriter writing with it um, so it did take a minute it took a while for us to figure out how to write some songs together the singing part's always been something that was pretty easy that we've enjoyed and out of the box man she made me just love singing all over again just by singing with her Rose, let me go uh, go back to you for a, a quick last minute here. Uh, is there a lot of material that you guys have written together that we haven't heard, that the public hasn't heard yet? <laughs> I would say not a I mean, there's a lot, yeah, that people will never hear. But <laughs> there's also um, a lot that, a few choice songs. You know, it's hard. You write a lot of songs and only a very small few ever make the cut. I think we've got a handful right now that we would like to record and release, but we're kind of in that process right now. Well, Rodney's working on his new solo album, and we're also writing for, you know, a new Rod and Rose project. Well, listen, Rod and Rose, congratulations on everything. Uh, just uh, amazing work together, wonderful chemistry. If one of you can give us a, a social media site uh, or a website where we could follow yeah. along what the two of you are doing together, yeah. it'd be great. Um, we do a lot on Instagram. It's Rod and Rose. And then on TikTok, we're the Atkins fam. We do some fun stuff on there. Um, yeah, we always love talking to you. It's it's awesome. And I hope we get to Long Island soon. Yeah, I hope to see you there, guys. Congrats once again. Thank you for being here. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Rod and Rose, everyone. Wow. Wow. Uh, they got a uh, they got a big hit on their hands. Mary had a little lamb, right? The the um, uh, the immediate uh, thought, right, is the is the old uh, nursery rhyme and uh, the kids song or whatever. But it's a, a faith based song. Mary, uh, mother of Jesus, right? Virgin Mary, and uh, the lamb, obviously being Jesus, and uh, you know it's the premise of the uh, song. But they they've written a beautiful song. They've written a lot of beautiful songs together. Uh, Rodney Atkins uh, had a, a big career um, before teaming up with uh, with Rose, and uh, and Rose has uh, has had a long career too. For a young lady, she's uh, she's been at it since she's 15 years old. She had her first record deal at 15 years old, and um, uh, she's had songs recorded by Faith Hill and uh, Lady Antebellum and um, Eric uh, Paisley and. I, you know she's uh, she's got a a big uh, list of credits to uh, uh, to to her record behind that, um, but Rod and Rose when they get together it's a, it, listen it's it's a good thing and it's uh, quite frankly there's um, a, a lot of people have have worked together like this over the years you know you think of Sonny and Cher and you think of different uh, Steve and Edie think of that but uh, this is a modern version of it and and there it's working it's working for them they're, they're having hits they're having tremendous success and uh really this song here broke on fox and friends and a lot of country music fans there and um uh, kudos to these guys that uh, sound like terrific people i've met them uh in person uh at you know different uh, different events and uh even separately but uh, they are uh, very very um uh, they work very well together, and and again, chemistry. Chemistry is something uh, you've seen them on a lot of different shows. The Drew Barrymore show they had a, a, a great rating on there, and Tamron Hall, 
Um, Frank McKay signing off. Rod and Rose. Rodney Atkins and Rose Falcon, husband and wife team, uh, here talking about their single, Mary Had a Little Lamb, and uh, you got a lot more to record. Uh, you'll be hearing a lot about them uh, through the future. Rodney Atkins and Rose Falcon have been our very special guest. Rod and Rose. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. In many ways, Long Island is the story of America. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island is definitely the place for you. Now, here's your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Steve Trevino is our very special guest, and he is a, uh, a comics comic. He is absolutely terrific. And uh, his new one-hour stand-up special is behind, uh, Beyond Us, uh, I Speak Wife, and it is available for free on YouTube. And uh, also, uh, Steve, you'll be able to see him. Uh, you'll be able to see him up close and personal in New York at Town Hall, which is a great place uh, to see comedy. It, re- it really is. It's a terrific, historic place in New York City. Uh, you know, in, in next September, uh, Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Steve, how are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. We did, uh, you know, we did the uh, Times Square right after the pandemic uh, in January when a blizzard came through, yeah. and uh, still sold some tickets. So I'm looking forward to going back to the city when there's no blizzard, blizzard, and no pandemic. So that'll be nice. Yeah, no, it, it will be. And listen, you do what you do very well. Hey, what are your roots? Do you have roots here? No roots there. I, I will say that my cousin plays for the New York Yankees, so I'm very proud of him. No kidding. Um, oh, 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 yeah. Lou Trevino or uh, Jose? Jose. Ho- oh, yeah, Jose. Yeah. Platinum. I'm Club. actually. I, I- I'm actually going to eat lunch with him here at, at, in about an hour. So uh, very, very proud of him. And, uh, you know, they love him out there. So I love them for loving him. Well, listen, we do love him. I'm a huge Yankee fan. He, he's a platinum glove winner, not a gold glover. Uh, platinum glove winner, whatever that means. But, boy, he was great. He was an all-star this year. And and uh, and we, we got him for a song. And and I wasn't surprised. I, I was uh, I was thrilled with him. Um but uh, but so many people were surprised because they saw him just as a as a defensive catcher. But uh, he's he's just terrific, uh, very talented guy. Hey, that's that's great to know. Very good to know. I, I love the fact that he was at he was at Nordstrom getting fitted, and the the person fitting him goes, "Oh my God, Trevino, like the comedian." And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> she goes, she goes, "Oh my God, my my husband's a huge fan of Steve's." Uh, you know, can you, Jose goes, well, that's my cousin. He goes, I'll FaceTime Steve. You, you FaceTime your husband. And then her husband's jaw dropped because Jose Trevino, (laughs) the wife goes, Oh my God, I'm sorry. I didn't know who you were. I knew who your cousin was. Wow. That's, but listen, that's terrific though. And you're both, uh, you're both doing it on your own and you, uh, and, and you, you're working different uh, you know, different a- areas of the entertainment business. If you think about it, hey, you've got to be thrilled with how things are going for you. I mean, uh, you're you're terrific. Your your stand up that I've seen is is laugh out loud funny. Uh, how long in the making as a comedian uh, has this been for you? Well, 20 years professionally, I've been doing it since uh, elementary school. And, you know, it, it takes a long time to, to really find who you want to be and, and who you want to talk about. And, and I just started being myself and found that 
that was what resonated and talking about my wife and the struggles between me and her and raising kids is, is what um, amazingly people want to hear. I don't have a notebook. I don't, I don't try to write jokes. I just live them. Yeah. Well, Hey, listen, whatever you're doing, uh, just uh, continue to do. Uh, you're doing it very, very well. Uh, do you remember in, in these 20 years doing it professionally, you remember when you found your confidence, was there either an aha moment was there a, uh, a string of shows that went right? Uh, was it a particular moment or did it just happen gradually? It happened. I mean, confidence I always had, but I remember falling in love with this girl who is now my wife. And I remember going on stage and complaining about the fact that I love her. And now <laughs> I'm done being a pirate. And it it resonated, and then I just continued to talk about that. So when they say find your voice, me hating that I fell in love with my wife was how I found my voice. That's great. Yeah, how did she um, like it originally? Did she was she a good sport originally on it, or was she kind of like, hey, don't do this to me, Steve? Uh, oh no, she she's always been she's always been an amazing sport. And as a matter of fact, she went to NYU uh, as a theater major there in New York City. So she gets it. She's in on it. She loves it, and and we're all in on it, and it's fun. Yeah, listen, you have a lot of New York roots. You know, it's it doesn't have to be your direct roots, but boy, you got your, your spouse and your, your cousin, you know, are tied into New York. That's good. No, no, hey, listen, that's a nice thing uh, for us to have. Uh, how about the kids? Are they old enough to uh, to to get your comedy yet? Uh, who's your oldest? How is your oldest? My son is seven, and, and he does not quite understand right. um, the humor, but he does know that I'm famous, and he now uses that to his advantage, you know, because... <laughs> He's like, Dad, can you come and meet this person? Because I want to hang out with them, you know. That's great. So, but he's a good kid, man, and and we we try to raise our kids as 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 normal and as far away from Hollywood as we can. It, jump back to the pandemic uh, for a moment. You mentioned the Times Square show and uh, and and you know the snowstorm and and so forth. Uh, how did you spend the pandemic? Were you were you writing? Were you just kind of uh, uh, you know, waiting it out. Was it a depressing time for you? Uh, it was. Yeah. Go ahead. One of the most, one of the most depressing times of my life. I, I didn't realize how much I needed the stage and thank God for my wife. Cause she came up to me and she said, we're not going to lay around and do nothing. Let's do a live podcast every single week. And that's what we did. And, and the funny part is now people say you and your wife got us through the pandemic. And I have to look back at them and say, you got us through the pandemic. So, you know, we just continued to create and got creative uh, with what we were doing. And it resonated again, sharing our struggles in the pandemic, sharing the real life. People are living it. And if I can make it funny, people enjoy that. Well, listen. Let's talk. Let's talk about the special a little more specifically here. I speak wife. Great name, and uh, I'm glad she's a, a good sport and uh, she can go along with it. Uh, give us a little overview. I guess we could. You know, we we get the idea, and those of us who who know your comedy, we we get it. But uh, talk about the special and and how much work goes into doing a special rather than just doing your live show. Oh man, it takes about two years, first of all, just to get the new material, you know, um, of, of working and and trying to make the stories work and, and, and find the funny and come up with new 
uh, ideas and stories. And then the day of, I mean, it's it's lights, cameras, and, and, and action. But ultimately, I like to put out, it's kind of a chronicle of my life. And I like to basically go, hey, here's an episode of the past two years of our life. We hope you enjoy the trials and tribulations of what we went through. And I Speak Wife was my way of, of looking at these young married men and go, look, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> When your when your wife says do whatever you want, do not do whatever you want. <laughs> if your if your if your wife says, "Are you going to pick up the kids today at school, or shall I?" Do not answer. You shall. <laughs> you know. So it, it's just a fun. You know, it's a funny, realistic take on. Hey, young man, get ready. Yeah. Well, yeah. Listen, as as a as an old married married man, I get it too. We got four kids, and uh, I speak wife as well. And and I'm not as funny about it as you are. That's uh, that's for for sure. But l- listen, what a career you guys have put together, and it's it's a family effort, uh, as you can see here. Uh, if you can give us a uh, give us a little, um, I don't know. I I mean, did you did you weed out? a lot that's not there did you did you say hey this is good but it doesn't work for i speak wife i'll use this for something else what was your process as far as whittling down what was there because i'm sure a guy like you 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 seem to always have material coming out i've got to believe you cut it down got to cut it down you know i i come up with all kinds of funny things but when i do a special does it does it cohesively tell a story and i i i look at stand up like a movie and i want you to come to my show and there's a beginning a middle an end you you fall in love you you there's there's heartfelt moments and you laugh so i i really look at it as a movie and you're absolutely right there are things that i have that are really funny that i have to put on the shelf because they don't quite work for that particular movie or story and now it's like okay well how do i fit them in and there's a couple of bits that i love that just haven't found a home yet so you just kind of keep them on the shelf you know what I love is that is that you're putting together and you kind of you know pointed to this and it kind of hit me. Uh, you you are putting together a diary, a visual and a um, and a uh, uh, an audio diary for your kids and their kids to follow. Hey, this is what your grandpa was like, or this was what your great grandpa was like, and your grandma, uh, you know, was uh, was taking it like a champ here and and whatever. I just I love that uh, that you have that perspective on it it's uh it's going to be enjoyable for them to, to grow up when they start figuring out uh why this is funny and why why is dad as a celebrity uh they're, they're going to be very very proud of you not that they're not now but they're going to be uh listen congratulations on everything uh, not just uh i speak wife but your your career has just been absolutely terrific and it's it's just going strong tell us anything else we should know before we let you go and please give us a website or a social media site where we can follow along with well, i will tell you that i I, am, I will tell you that I'm a TikTok superstar. We we put up a video 10 days ago and we're on 11 million views. So stevetrevino.com, it'll send you all the fun places. Sit with your wife at night, watch my stuff and, and just have a, a laugh on me. Hey, listen, give a give a slap on the back to you, your cousin. Tell him we love him here, and uh, and, and we're going to have him for a long time. Hopefully he's going to be a Yankee for life. Uh, thrilled absolutely thrilled to find that out and to know him. congrats once again and thank you very much for being here thank you my brother we'll see you soon check it out on youtube everyone steve trevino uh frank mckay here 
uh, signing off. Uh, one of the funniest men around. He is terrific. I Speak Wife is the name of the stand-up special, one-hour stand-up special, and it's on YouTube for free. Frank McKay here. Uh, Steve Trevino has been our very, spe- uh, very special guest. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.